This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Dan, and we've got a special guest in the studio. He's here to promote something. So please welcome uh, Cupid. Hello, I'm here. I'm here promoting Valentine's Day, which is February 14th. Thank you for having me on the show, Dan. Well, thanks uh, for coming, Cupid. So February 14th, the Day of Love, Valentine's Day. Yes. That'll be happening next year. Yeah, I just want to make sure everybody had their reservations for dinner. And you buy your girlfriend or your wife, you make sure to buy her roses. And if you get the reservation in ahead of time for the roses, then they don't cost as much money. That's great. It can be very expensive and around February any, 14th. Is there anything special that uh, Make Me Like It listeners can get their hands on? or? No. This is a holiday for everybody. It's a holiday for the world. And I recommend going to the grocery store. And uh, buying chocolates. Oh, Cupid! And... I got it. What is that smell? What is going on? Is there, is there something wrong, guys? Is, do you, do you smell that? Ah, uh, yeah, that's my dirty diaper. Oh, I have yeah, a little dirty wear... diaper. Oh yeah, you wear a diaper all the time. Yeah, and it's dirty. Yeah, it's dirty right now. Do you have someone who could change? That no, I don't got a mommy or nothing, so I gotta lay down. I can, I can, I can change myself. Have you got a changing table in here? No, no, there is no changing. I could lie here. down on the floor. Uh, why don't you? Why, you know what? Why don't we start this over or something? Um, we could just do this later if it's not a good time. No, this is perfect time for me. Oh my God, Cuba, February, what did you eat? Well, I usually pick up something in fast food restaurant, whatever's around, you know, and hamburger, oh, so you're just or French like fries. Shitting Carl's Jr. everywhere you go. Well, I had Wendy's for lunch today. Oh. And that was good. So and you don't have anyone to take potato. care. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm by myself, and I got the baked potato with the cheese and broccoli, and then I get right. a order of fries. I order off the ninety nine cents menu of oh, Wendy's. Sure. So you can have some loose change or something. That yeah. You can find. All right. Well, so Valentine's Day. Yeah. You got your little quiver of arrows. And you yeah, I got my arrows loaded up. So keep your butts out and ready to fall in love because you're gonna have someone to take out oh on Valentine's God. Day. Is this there's like there's like one arrow in here and it's just dirty diapers in this quiver. Well, yeah, I got a lot of dirty diapers because it's hard to find. You got a trash can in here? No, no, you're not leaving your dirty diapers in here. <laughs> well, most dumpsters, you go up to a dumpster, rattle it, and it's locked. So right. a lot of dumpsters you can't find that open up and you can dump your diapers in. So I have to carry them around with me for All a right, long Cupid, time. I think you're depressing us, uh, the listeners, a little bit. So why well, don't you just get the message out there? February 14th, yeah, 2017. February 14th. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Everybody get ready All to right, fall in, in love. Just, you could just leave that stuff outside. I don't, okay? I'm not toilet trained. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, Cupid, and thank you for listening to Make Me Like It. This is a podcast. Okay, guys. Well, um, welcome to make me like it. <laughs> here we are. We said we would. Uh... Guys, we have some news. We have. Oh fuck! So we Can't have five. We, have, we have five uh, reviews. Five five star reviews. Five which we five asked star for, reviews. And then we which said is really we would. Nice um, we would. Yeah. We would kiss on the air. I, we didn't expect that this would happen, but here we are. So so. I didn't know it would happen so quickly that I have to kiss you so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> 
What are we? I mean, do we just? What are we doing? Do we just? So we do this? Yeah. Do you want to just <clears throat> give the people what they wanted? Just, 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 um, just close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay, that we did. did. It. We did it. Wow. Oh, wow. That was, that was cool. That was really cool. I wasn't even that nervous for yeah, it. Yeah, me was neither. Cool. And that turned out to be like pretty sexy and rewarding. Oh my god, that was so hot. Very hot. That was rewarding. It was cool. I was wow. If we're I felt good. I know I did a good job. Yeah, so. I did a good kiss. I I know I did a good you kiss. Did a so good, yeah. I did a good kiss. So guys, thank you so much for the five star reviews. That it helped means a lot. A huge heap of a lot. Tim Cook and called us and he said, Hey, make me like it. You guys are doing great. Thank you, Tim Cook. Um, I also think that if you guys do five more five star reviews I'll uh, honk your knockers. Yes, on the air. <laughs> no, no. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he'll honk my knockers. Second base, guys. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> and and you know where that goes from there. So we want and Keep say I, we want to hear the honk. Reviews. Yeah. We love we yeah, honk if you love honkers. So Dan's honkers aside terrified that he <laughs> Just got proposed. himself into a weird thing. <laughs> I Are was going to sure? say maybe French kiss or just another kiss. Yeah, we could try a different. Well, let's go for honking first because and then we'll talk silent, about other kisses. No one knows whether we're doing it or not. The honking? Yeah. No, you'll hear a honk. Isn't that true? Isn't that biologically true? Oh, that's true. Don't My you know anything about biology? Honk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, please, another five five star reviews and we'll do something else. Crazy yeah, we very much appreciate it. I think it helps the podcast in some way. It does. It, it, promotes <laughs> it makes it, it like puts it on a list somewhere. Yeah, it gets know. on a list on the internet. Have I think you guys heard of the World Wide it. Web. It gets on that and yeah. then AOL keyword, make me like it, and then you guys could find it. Yeah, keywords. So, we've got a real deal episode. This is, this is a huge one. This is because, as I Ronnie mean, Trump would say, this we, is huge. Huge. Uh, we, when we started this uh, podcast, there were a few we were things just two that we kids were in a garage. <laughs> we were sure that we would put on it, and one was cats because Dan and I agree that we're dog people. I'm a dog man from dog beginning people. to end, from head to tail. Yeah, from dick tip to dick tail. Uh, we are both dog people, and we tail tip, tail tip <laughs> to dick tip, dick tail. Dogs have dicks on their butts. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but yes, we are dog people through and through. Yeah, and cats are just something we don't understand. For uh, all the reasons that you might think we don't understand right. them. Like, you know, maybe they're stinky. Uh, they shit in a box in your fucking house. In uh, the beach. Their own little personal beach box that they shit in. Who around. shits at the, at the beach like yeah, that? Yeah, they track sand Aside around. from me and cats, who else shits at the beach exactly. like that? Exactly. Uh, I shit at the beach once as a kid. And uh, it was quite a memorable experience because I couldn't get it to I couldn't bury it because the sand was too dry. It kept rolling down a hill. Jesus. We were camping at a beach. So Awful story. We went killer. behind a dune. I'll never kiss you on the air again. Oh, come on. You'll do it for the reviews. Oh, I missed the kiss. <laughs> Tim Cook is going to call us. Yeah, I, I love the so. kiss, guys. Keep it up. Cool. Go Apple. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about kitty cats. Cats stink for yeah. real. Yeah, they the smell stink. is weird. They are weird. They're I think mean. they're weird. So how are we ever going to like these things? Yeah, they're well, mean. Well, we got DC Pearson here. You know DC Pearson. 
Yeah, you guys have. He's first a, of all, you've definitely seen him in many commercials. DC has built a career on having a big old beard and long, long ass hair. hair. And I mean, he's a good funny actor, so that he's helps. Extremely, that helps funny. his career too. Yeah, he's he was uh, doing UCB when I started doing UCB. He had a little sketch team called Derek. Oh yeah, you might have heard of those guys too. Uh, Donald Glover and Don Dominic Dierkes. Donna Donna Dominic Dierkes. So there were three of those dudes. They were super funny. Uh, DC's also just always been super friendly, and um, actually, so we've been friends for years. DC and Dom and I are technically on the same improv team. We were, we were. I was on the team after they were in it in New York. Which team? The law firm. Oh, the law firm. That's right. They were on the. Law they firm. were on the law firm, but they all moved to LA first. So right. now the law firm will occasionally do shows in Los Angeles. Not, it's not regularly. And they do them. And uh, Dom and DC did the last one, and can I say we we had we fucking killed it. That's awesome. <laughs> it was like uh, uh, genuinely one of the best improv shows was I've ever done. Was it the first time you'd done improv with them? Yeah, I think so. I think actually Dom and you I have it done Dom it before, before yeah. in other capacities. Well, but the first time that hilarious. all of us were on stage together, and we had a great show. That's awesome. So if you're ever in the LA area and LA Law is now what we go by is doing a show. We don't do it regularly, but it will be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We do good shows. Good I'm very you. proud of good all the people you. on the team. Good for you, Dan. I'm um, glad you're having a fulfilling life. Oh no, Kelly's going to kill herself. <laughs> so uh, DC's here. He's, DC's got some cats and I think he's going to tell us uh, about them and maybe why we should like them. Yeah, let's hear him out. Rare. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in a dream or something. Yeah, this place is crazy. <laughs> this place is wild. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Oh, yeah, get what do you mean the founders of this company used to work at College Humor? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, there's that an arcade game. That be true. And, um, <laughs> I think be as close as you can be to the mic, you basically. Got it. So uh, however comfortable. Okay. Yeah, it's weird cool, that cool. there aren't any... Um, uh, what are those called? Smirnoff ices in the fridge because oh I feel like God. they should be icing each other. That was one thing when I <laughs> did, when I did work at College Humor briefly. Everyone was icing each other. Yeah, and I remember someone re- kind of gave not gave me a talking to, but like talked to me a little bit. Oh my God! About like how come you're not doing it? Ah. Uh- you know, and I was just like, Did I think Streeter I'm in the wrong place. You, or was it... No, it was uh, Amanda, that uh, okay. girl. Uh, you know shut the door. About. Have uh, yeah, a seat. Uh, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what's going on? Why aren't you icing Are you all right, people? Yes, yeah, so, and I was like, I think it's my personality. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be it. Um, so kitty cats yes kit cats do you have a yes. little uh little pad i do pad i wrote down you? thoughts oh my god this is i great. took it really I seriously it and by that. really seriously i mean googled interesting cats. facts about oh, cats okay. <laughs> and clicked the buzzfeed article Ooh. and read the first four or five the first picture that came up you're like oh we were talking about different things this is not what i thought <laughs> you meant the musical cat. yes oh, yeah boy. this is not what Never i thought mind. i don't know a thing about these guys and dc just so you know if i'm looking at my phone it's he's being disrespectful yeah it's not me just like uh-huh yeah go on i did do a podcast yeah. last weekend where the dude was straight up texting the entire wow time. wow and then one it was two hosts and i think in fairness to him i think it was like they were doing two in a row so he was like texting with the person who was like on their way like oh okay cool oh, 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 we're right okay. here whatever but that made still. me feel a little better but it was very distracting particularly really in the moment when i didn't know where they were right and then in the last like 10 minutes there was like maybe like 10 minutes left to go he just got up and went out 
and the other guy was still there with me. Mm-hmm. And then we just had to act like the other guy was still there. And then I think oh, he was Jesus. just like, you know, going just down pretend, to like pretend. let the other person in or whatever. But I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, he just got bored. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm talking to somebody. I, there's somebody else coming. <laughs> Oh boy! I, this is the. I think half the reason I do a podcast is that you can't look at your phone and you're actually talking to somebody. Yeah, it's pretty fun to have conversations with friends. I agree that are real. But yeah, no, no. Tell the, like but we'll tell the listeners it's, it's for you guys. Yeah, yeah, nah. yeah it's for you guys. Uh-huh. I get it's no for us. Yeah, it's true. Okay, we get a lot. Walter of White did it for himself. Okay, <laughs> not for his family. Uh, is that true? Well, I don't, not to spoil it, but he sort of says it at some point. Interesting. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yes, I did. He says it at one point. He, yeah. He's like, I did it. And she's like, oh, shut up. And he's like, but for I me. But I also did it for end. me. But I think it got to that point. To start yeah. out with, maybe not. No, for like the first like four and a half seasons, he was saying it was for his family. family. He was saying that, but I feel like as early as like, I think it's maybe season two, or mm-hmm. maybe it's even in season one where he learns he's like in remission. I feel like that was the first like right. really good moment of the show where he like learns he's in remission and then he like goes into the bathroom uh, and like beats up the towel dispenser and you're like wait I thought you would be happy but it's like he's like <laughs> ah fuck this is what <laughs> my, feel alive. my excuse for making crystal meth is gone you well, know what I feel like I've seen that a lot in movies where someone beats up a towel dispenser someone... they're right there yeah okay. they are there and so there's they that they one? hurt but not too much and they can get dented which can make men feel like a big strong man dan not to spoil it but we we were just watching uh, punch drunk love last night oh, yeah. and Great then movie. we didn't continue watching it but we want to out. continue watching it and i think I, it I later so i think later on in the movie he does that i think he I, yeah. tears a bathroom apart i think that happens in in that movie and then i just saw a tv show where a woman tore a bathroom up and her boss like saw and then it was also, because batman versus was... superman a bathroom gets torn up really i, I didn't see that. this movie but all i heard about it is that batman indiscriminately shoots people in it <laughs> and that like that's like his one rule is that like he doesn't kill people right <laughs> I, I mean, he's never used a gun that I, don't I know think of. He, like, I don't remember him just like straight <laughs> shooting up shooting crowds. people, but like he's shooting into crowds wildly. <laughs> I do remember he like at one point has like a sniper rifle, mm-hmm. but I think it's supposed to be like, I don't know if he's shooting like a trank dart or something oh, out okay. of it, but you like see him with a sniper rifle, but he does like torture people yeah i heard like like, there's implications at the beginning where it's like the guy like they like there's like some criminal all tied up in a like dank sort of seven looking basement and then they like look at his arm and it has like a burned in like bat symbol in it so he's a he's been burning people branding people shitty guy in it yeah he's like way more full of himself than he ever has been like in the past it was like tell people about me but you know i'm not gonna fucking brand you with a bat symbol and now he's getting crazy. Why? And so he has a bat brand. That just makes like me not like Batman. Like, I guess so. Yeah. And he has to. It takes a long. He has to like build a fire. <laughs> yeah. Leave it in like there. an old cow poke. Almost done. So guys, didn't Batman have a nemesis called Catwoman? Oh, <laughs> really good. Segment. I don't know why you brought that up. Anyway, DC, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's so... talk these furry critters. Well, now we should preface this by saying this is a big this is a big deal for us i think i feel like this is one subject that kelly and i have this talked about for a long time and we're like we gotta have the, the right person on oh. to talk about the it. right it's a cat big one. man the right cat man i feel a lot of i feel like too much responsibility yeah you're like representing all weighing on me well you know we get about 300 oh, no. million listeners and uh that's yeah. more people than vote yes yeah yeah, yeah. and they're so, all invested in this and they and it's people no will gather in crowds of half 
you know, are for it and half against it. And they're like, please, please, oh, God, please, by the end of this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so it's a huge deal. It is a big deal. Because they're like, the if it's not settled, we'll tear each other apart. Yes, yeah. We so, don't want to do that. Yes, so. Are yeah, you we, curious about what, where we stand on cats? Yes, I am. So, okay. yeah, where, where are you at on that? So, uh, I grew up extremely allergic. Um, yeah, that's a tough. Uh, yeah. Th- so, like, we would. T- I don't know if DC's going to convince you to not be allergic anymore. <laughs> but maybe. Well, so, like. My... I believe that all Hypnosis. maladies are. Are uh, mental, right? Oh my god! And it's just no, I've heard people thinking... say that, and it's really annoying. That's horrifying. That's like people who like I feel like they're like, and I have a bag full of crystals, yeah. and and just lay down. Didn't someone and recently say cured. like I feel like people who are allergic just sort of say that and like gave you like a look? What? Yes. I feel like someone did that to Kelly. Recently. I know who it was. Oh, I'm that's not going to mention it. Uh, um, was it a Mucinex? Was it one of those Mucinex? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Who said those, those guys are popular actors? Guys. <laughs> yeah, those disgusting. I have a joke guys. with a friend that that's the longest running television show on right now is the Mucinex <laughs> commercials. Because <laughs> aren't they? Haven't been, they've been? On oh for yeah, so long? and they have like um, disgusting different seasons, season and, arcs, yeah. and things like a that. world spoilers. Oh yeah, they've really blown it out. Yeah, it's and it's good stuff. It's good television. Mucinex. <laughs> That's love my impression. Of yeah, them. I love the dad. He's so funny. The so anyway, great. you're allergic. You so I'm allergic. And okay, so there were lots of places I went as a kid that just like, I will never forget because of the asthma attacks I had there. Like, um, like we had a close family friend that I would go visit her and, you know, I would take all this medicine, but I would still be wheezing all night. And I would go visit my grandmother and she would try to put the cat outside, but then the cat was really mean. And then I saw it puking. Uh, his Oof. name was Willie. Um, That's all bad. And then like two, all of like my best friends throughout life have had cats. So I've just spent lots of nights suffering. We did a road trip in 2012 <laughs> when we first cats. visited California before we moved here. And we at the time had no money mm-hmm. and so weren't staying in hotels or any place. It was only at friends' places and I think every place we stayed had a cat. Yeah. And poor Kelly and was, I was just, just like suffering medicating and medicating until the last house where this cat just uh, it it tore really me a new one. Tore me a new one and we had to go to the hospital in the middle of the night. So when you yeah. see cats you just see like the cost of friendship. <laughs> yes. I do. And you like feel either you feel me. either like you have to go to the hospital or you feel like at the very least your head is like swimming right. with like the side effects of anti A little bit of fear and, and then I, that's tough. But a little I picture of Willie throwing up is, Yeah, Willie. Something about vomit. his name being Willie. I, know, I just imagine he's like a wino or something. Yes, like in Texas like a southern man. Yeah, he lives on the border of Mexico. Um and my grandparents' backyard. But no, they, the cats though, I've also had like lots of cats where I've liked them. There was this one cat that lived in this um, apartment building that my By parents himself. lived in. <laughs> and he was always outside our door and I would just play with him. And he had these little hands. Do you know those cats that have like six fingers or whatever? That's cool. And I was real into that cat because it would grip my finger and Aww. it was sweet. And it would just lay there and let me pet it. And then I would go inside and like wash, you know, profusely. But I, I love animals. So like right. I would like to like cats, but cats are unpredictable. They scare me a little. I love dogs um, and I'm allergic to them. Dan? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And DC, you will have a chance to rebuttal. We're not just we didn't bring you in here <laughs> to just to let you know. Be like, That's why we don't like them. I'll see you, man. Bye. My thing is I'm not I maybe if I even if I am a little bit allergic, it's not nearly as bad as Kelly. But that's not why I my, I have my experience with cats growing up is a, f- a friend in the neighborhood. His like mom, he, mom and grandmother, they would take in strays. 
So it was like kind of like a weird smelling halfway house halfway house for like and that would also i think encourage some of the cats to mate Uh, and so then there would be strays like around the neighborhood incentives were screwed up yes yeah so like then there would just be like weird cats that were just like popping up because somebody had kittens and then also just yeah cats crying at night or something and then yeah so i don't have and i don't have i never had a, a strong connection with a cat that I could be like, this is, now I get it. So you're basically like somebody like a Don Draper or someone who mm-hmm. like grew up in a whorehouse. Yes. Yeah. But of cats. <laughs> yes. I, I like that. I yeah. Never hear yes. that story. I, yes. I'm the Don house, Draper of cats. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, I just, I haven't had that. I think that's what a lot of people who like are on the cat bubble. The cat you know, spectrum. That's, right. I thought you were going to say the, the spectrum. Cat, the, yeah, <laughs> the spectrum, the cat spectrum. It's, it's, it's that you don't, you haven't had that like bonding Mm-mm. experience that you're like, now I get it. I right. get that. Yeah. So I think I, cause I kind of thought about lots of different approaches because the subject of like dogs, dog people, cat people, whatever, it's like so weirdly like politicized. Yeah. And Almost. It's, and it's I feel like, like it New is New York versus LA. Exactly. It's like, why are we comparing these? Yeah. They're just different things. <laughs> yes. Apples versus oranges. Exactly. And I feel like it's still one of the only, like, it's almost such a clam at this point. Like the, like, it's just a lame joke that people will still make very openly of like, oh, I fucking hate cats, dude. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Like I have like, oh, oh, cat lady, whatever. You know, yes. like, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's so, um, it's, it's so like it's ingrained. Yeah, it's so ingrained, but it's also like, because of that reason, because it is so sort of weirdly politicized or people have like such sort of like staunch opinions on one side or the other. It seems like you guys are very much like, as you said, like on the bubble where you're going like, I can realize that people like cats. I don't hold that against them. I don't think they're insane. But we both had like traumatic, either traumatic experiences (laughs) or like literally I physically can't be around them. (laughs) It makes my life miserable, which is like a really good reason to not not want to be around them all the time. Yeah, totally. So I thought about it and I... I thought that a good maybe maybe this is just like lowering the bar for myself as a guest, but I thought like I can probably I don't know if I can get you guys to liking cats all, right. all the way, but that's right. usually not yeah usually we just we'll, want to we'll, have a conversation. But I feel like I can get you to like admiring. Right. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And also, it's nice sometimes afterwards, even if we're like, oh, this isn't. We're not going to go home and just like buy a cat, but at the same time, now we can <laughs> at least get why other. People an like appreciation, that. yeah, yeah and much in the way that like cats. I like to read or watch a good like thirty for thirty, right? But I don't give a really shit watch sports. sports. That's I how Kelly sort of is with sports. I'm the same way. Thirty I like, for thirties are great for non-sports fans. I like the emotional fans. backbone of sports, basically the social, the emotional, oh, yeah. the you know the stories. And she just loves racking up points. She loves the points of sports. No, I'm kidding. I love high scoring. I got confused. I was like, what points? But yeah, like a good sports documentary, it's like they can articulate to you what the emotional stakes were. Right. And then they can, and then it's just all completely like boiled down to just that essential thing. You don't have to watch 90 games and go like, well, in those 90 games, sort of the arc of it was (laughs) like whatever. You just get... Yeah. The pure narrative of it, which is nice. Because they sometimes try to throw that in in a given game. Like, right. And oh, this guy, he's been battling whatever. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay. And Seems then like it's be like, nice and in a documentary. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so maybe we can get you guys there with cool. cats. So what's so admirable about these? So 
I was I, I was thinking about cats, and my my personal experience with cats is I had one growing up. His name mm-hmm. was Arthur. Mm-hmm. He ran away a bunch of times. He would always come back, and then finally, or at least as I was told, then he ran away again, and he never came back. Slash come to find out, dead. years later, he fucking croaked, and then my parents were like, "All right, did well, he die of old age, or did he get run over?" Or? I'm not sure. I don't know. I still don't know. I think he just but died. I think very, he just I think he just died, they and then were very they were like conscious uh, that he was dead. Yeah, and, and they were like, "Let's not fully use this opportunity to teach him about mortality. We'll just say he ran away. <laughs> we'll just." skirt it yeah exactly and so i um that was my main sort of cat experience until i my now girlfriend we've been together for about five years when she first moved here and we first started dating she was like oh i think it would be fun to have a cat because she had a cat growing up okay and she really who she really liked and was like a really important member of the family but she had like a very special relationship with and so she was like i think i want to get a cat and then her roommate also adopted a cat at the same time even though she wasn't expecting to and then she ended up kind of you know her roommate had some like life transitional stuff and so um my girlfriend ended up having both of the cats right and then mm. she moved in with me and the cats moved in as well and then we adopted a third one that was they're all rescue cats but um the the third cat just so, sort of showed up in her friend's yard and the friend couldn't take it cuz again deathly allergic right. the friend actually has cats but she has these like special, special weird hairless cats, cats. Ooh, yeah, and heard about so this. she was like i can't have this cat that actually has hair yeah. Will you guys foster it? And so we did, and then we ended up adopting it. So now we so have, have three, three cats. three fucking cats. Three More cats. cats than people in the apartment. More cats. They outnumber us, and yes. they let us know <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I will have to say, that one of the main things cats have going for them is their cute little fur. So a hairless cat is out of the question for me. I tend Even to agree. I I, it's like, not that I don't love that yeah. the hairless cats are out there for people who like cats, exactly. but they're allergic. I like that they're out there for that. They're not to my personal not, taste, however, I would yeah. say. So that kind of opened me up again in my life to cats, and I think that they fit nicely into our lifestyle because they're pretty, they're relatively self-sufficient. They're like, chill. You don't have to walk them several times a day or whatever. Like dogs are just more of a sort of like, um, that's more of a like a lifestyle altering commitment where cats kind of, I mean, they are, you think about them all the time. You don't leave stuff out because they'll get but into they it. They're a pain die. in the butt. Like yeah. if you go to the home of any cat owner, it's like you open up like, You'll if you like happen to be like oh I'm looking for a Tylenol open up a bathroom cabinet and they're like you're like why is there like food why is there like dry like you know like why is there a bag of flour in here and the cat owner will be like because I they were getting into it and I had to put it in. Like, <laughs> like you just start like mentally reserving places right. in your house where the cats can't get into That's because really unlike funny. dogs like dogs are not going to get up on the counter for the most part they're yeah, not going right. to like get but cats are everywhere yeah. there's no they exist fully in yeah, three they dimensions can climb, there's they can no get space inside, that they can't get they into can nudge. exactly That's so true. so you you sort of they they are a, definitely a commitment in their own way but i but like so uh, you know i've come to just like love them just because i love them but i feel like for non-cat people i wanted to kind of go through like some aspects of cats that i feel like are admirable that i feel like we can learn from the first one is i was reading (laughs) 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 their heroes yeah exactly (laughs) um uh was that they were cats as we know them like house cats were initially domesticated in the Fertile Crescent about 10,000 years ago. And they cool, are derived cool. from like... Is the Fertile Crescent a time period or a place? It's a place. Okay. It's like Mesopotamia. It's like Iraq and oh, stuff gotcha, like that. Gotcha. It's like the, the Middle East, basically. Right. So they were descended from these like wild desert cats. Oh, okay. And oh, okay. so they were they were domesticated by people and they sort of... I think that the admirable thing here is that they like made themselves indispensable. And I think we could all stand Which to do I that. Think... It's a good lesson to learn. Right. They Which like... Dogs did 
in many ways too. I exactly. Think. Yeah. yeah. So like much like dogs, they like made themselves indispensable. And what was indispensable about cats is you have these like stores of grain because you're humanity and you're first starting to figure out agriculture. And the cats like I'll just chill in here and protect your stores of grain from bugs Kill and mice rats. and things ah. like that. Gotcha. Much like they would do now today in like a musty ass used bookstore. Right. Mm-hmm. So they were like I'm or a bodega exactly. Yeah, so they they made themselves useful. And I think one of the things I admire or like about cats is like, it's almost like they're where it's like dogs have this reputation as being man's best friend. It's almost like cats and humans are like looking across from each other like, I see you, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they're sort of almost existing like in tandem or in parallel yeah, yeah. where they're like, it's like, okay, you can live in here in this barn and protect our grain and you have all the mice you can eat. And it's you know we're we're like be, we're evolving like right. together. Yes. I like that. Dogs, stay man, best friend. Stay fed. Cats are like begrudging respect of like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like we're we're, we're both occupying the earth it's at like the same business, time. Yes. Business partner. Business partner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I sort of yes. I think that's I think that's I think that's neat. It's like the lethal weapon or like the partnership. You know, like <laughs> you're nuts and like I'm like a, a homebody. But now that we've done this thing together, exactly. okay, we've been through war, pal. Handshake. It's the end of the movie like you might have us over for you might have me over for dinner (laughs) you know on on, on christmas yes um so i thought that was i thought that was really cool and i like that they still kind of occupy that for certain businesses like bodegas and used bookstores and stuff like today where it's or even farms or whatever it's like they're working they're they're working uh animals it's true for dogs too that like we just watched a dog documentary recently so we found out a lot about dogs oh yes what they were originally bred for and stuff but and that also that a lot of times if a dog is bored and like chewing stuff you know chewing your carpet or something it's because they like want a task you know they right. want to be yeah. doing they want to be doing something right so it's interesting to i i don't know why i never put it together that a cat's in a bookstore and it's like well it's hanging out and then it's like doing a little job you know side it's note but don't you guys just love a, a dog with a job yeah yes. like when you see like a video of like it okay this animal is like to... this dog is like hurding oh it's things. the best yeah it's the there's a show thing. called like d- dog jobs or something and it sucked remember yeah, we, we were like we were this like, is the best so idea for a show. To watch a show called dog jobs and it was terrible <laughs> it was, it was probably not enough dogs on staff <laughs> yes yeah they didn't know how to tell the story exactly exactly and that needs to change um no it was about a dog like that would sniff people at the border at border of mexico and like it was like a drug sniffing dog, but then they just treated him like the way they were. The writing was really bad. It was just <laughs> bad. It, it, it wasn't there. Where's the we other? We didn't get to see the dog do much. They oh, were doing lame. some like little example that wasn't good. Yes, then... animal jobs are great. It's very yeah. So yeah, saw... when you see a bookstore cat, when you see a bodega cat, you go like, "That's a cat with a job." Yeah. <laughs> and like the nice <laughs> thing about house cats is they kind of just go like. Their job is, you know, sometimes they maybe, you know, you have to, you know, like you got to play with them. You got to stimulate them sometimes if they're not keeping active enough or they're, they don't have enough like stuff to like play with or run around on. But a lot of times it's just like they're like, hey, if there's a cricket in your house, like I'm going to get it. <laughs> and that's great because crickets will, are annoying and it can crazy. be in a little place that you can't get into and, and your cat find will, will find it and it will be happy because it's like that cat is doing its job. Yeah, so it's done its job. Cats make themselves indispensable. Do your I cats, that. somewhat related to this, do they ever bring you? like you know quote unquote presents like where they have caught a cricket or a, a mouse and been like hello like i got you something they definitely hello. do that well they're not they're not indoor outdoor they're just indoor okay um because i think particularly in la like a lot of times like we'll see like 
in our neighborhood now, a lot of people just have kind of their like indoor outdoor cat or they're just outdoor cat or whatever. And it's cool and you like to see them and it's fun. And I sort of, admi- again, admire them, but you definitely then are running the risk of like your cat's going to get eaten by a coyote or like or a dog off over. its leash or whatever. So yeah. they, the lifespan of a outdoor cat or an indoor outdoor cat is like way lower than wow. a purely indoor cat. But then with a purely indoor cat, you got to go, okay, it's not going outside. It's not free roaming. So we have to like stimulate them in other yeah. ways when we have a big cat tree and we have like we you know we play like the bird which is like a little fucking feather badminton yes. thing on there and we you know you just got to be doing stuff but they will um like yesterday there was a cricket in our house and it's really funny you can always tell when your cat has like stimulated in that way they get a very particular posture on them and they seem so stoked <laughs> like they ha- you know when they're like looking under a thing or yeah. just like super intent and and our cat the littlest cat penny was playing with a cricket and she's really funny with like when she finds a little critter like that because normally she is the most sort of the cliche of a cat, like a little standoffish, a little kind of almost like we always refer to her as like a diva, like very yeah, much like beautiful, shit. imperious, doesn't give a shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she gets like a little cricket or something, she's way more. She, she you would think she would just like hunt it and eat it because it's like, oh, you're mean. You don't give a fuck. But she just likes to play with them like they become her weird little friend. Yeah. And because she is so such a badass she can keep them from the other two cats that are bigger like the other two cats can't really get near it like one time so we had a little like what we called her baby it was just this little like doll of a of a of a mouse like a little cat toy that was a little mouse god i'm gonna cry this and then so she loved it and she would just take it everywhere with her and like the first day she had it she just had it in her mouth the whole day and she would like she went to go drink water and she couldn't figure out how to drink water Uh, and and so she just dropped it into the water bowl drank water and then picked it up again and, and took it took out because it. it's like Doesn't no one's sense. gonna mess with this yeah and then there was like a week where for some reason she would just sit by the stove and we're like why is she sitting by the stove why is she so transfixed on the stove that's really weird and then we came home one night and sometimes if we get we'll get like a little like community supported agriculture box and we'll if as anyone that has cats knows if you have a box as soon as you take the contents out of the box you turn around and two seconds later your cat has jumped in the box because mm-hmm. they right. love boxes love and I can get into, into apparently why that is evolutionarily later but Ooh. so we uh, we that. Penny was like posted up outside the box and the other two cats were like like trying to like get into the box and she was being like the goalie of the box we were like what is going on this is so weird we moved her aside look in the box and there's a little mouse (gasps) an actual living mouse inside the box and she and was, it was like, alive? She, it was alive. Yeah. And so that's what, what we sort of put together was like, oh, that mouse had like gotten in our house, had run under the stove. She was she protecting, was protecting it. it. The and then like, and then she eventually like flushed it out, caught it into the box. And then now she's like protecting the mouse from the other <gasps> it's two her real baby. cats. It's exactly. Baby. I know. Yeah. Which I still really, really want to eventually write an animated movie about like a cat yes. with a little oh my God. doll mouse that's like Don't give it away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well I have to say it, otherwise yes, yeah. somebody's gonna be like, I can make a movie of that. Yes, that's um, really good. Oh, that's so cute. Don't fuck with me, John Lasseter from Pixar. <laughs> um so yeah, so it was so then we just took the box and we like put it outside because we're like, we can't have a, a mouse in the house. And then she would like wait by the stove for like the next week because she was like, wait, where's the mouse? What happened? Oh. Um, it was really, really. Did you let it out outside? You took it? Yeah, we threw the mouse okay. out. We, 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 we took it outside. But you slaughtered some... it in front of her. But like, yeah. <laughs> <Don't> ever. <laughs> this will 
teach you. Yeah. Um, what was yeah, the lesson so there? Was, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're the real yeah. animals. Do you ever think the people from Pixar like get annoyed? But because there's probably so many people. Because I think I have a good Pixar kind of right, thing too. Right, right. But that they're like, oh, everybody thinks they can make a Pixar movie now. You I know. Because it's like <laughs> they made so many good movies that now everybody sees like a cute, weird thing and are like, that could That's be a, a Pixar, Pixar movie. movie. Exactly. Where they're like, hey, we made a movie about a man with balloons on his house right, who right, goes right. to South America. Does yes. that sound like something you'd come up right, with? Right, right, right. I don't think so. Well, whereas, now I'm like, is. whereas I'm like, well, it's two uh, salamis and they're in yes. love with each yeah. other or whatever. And they're like, maybe a short. <laughs> Our, if you're maybe. fucking lucky. <laughs> my friend uh, Mike DeCenzo and I had an uh, animated movie we wanted to make for so long. I think I told you about it called Motors- Motorcycle Zebra. There, the idea behind no. it was that it was a two-dimensional like hand-drawing right. animated zebra who wants to become an actor. Um, but all the acting roles now are going to three-dimensional, like, computer graphic oh, uh, right. things. So he me. has to go – I don't know why, but he goes and finds all of his heroes when he was growing up, which is, like, Simba from The Lion King and Ariel from Little Mermaid. But they're all, like, grown up now. And he gets them – you know, and he sees them in their lives, like whatever they're doing now, and they all go and like make a movie together or it's something, but something bit of like a that where who they framed Roger Rabbit type thing. Yes, where there would be all real people, mm-hmm. two dimensional and three dimensional animation, right? But we never made it. So if somebody you know wants to make that, not too know. late. So now we've got we've got a couple of good movies. If you want to finance? Yeah. If anyone out there wants to yeah, finance this, our what we're so. what we're deadly certain are full length. Yes. Movies. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 They could fill. We out. definitely won't get into them and figure out they're thinner than we we're thought. Yeah. Be like, I don't know what happens the at the end of the second act. Like yeah. Uh, I don't know. Then something happens and yeah. it's it's happy. All right. So another admirable thing about yes. cats. Let's and I and I and I was reminded of this. I heard this on a radio lab. But cats in general are. You always hear the phrase like cats land on their feet mm-hmm. whatever and they do they oh, like if they fall off one. the thing they they land on their feet and there was a, i think it was a radio lab maybe it was i don't remember was, one of those one of those where sort they drop of them NPR off at shows. stories well they don't <laughs> they <laughs> that did. makes it sound like people like purposefully do that i think they did some sort of experiment they just threw them off a building i can't confirm yeah but. i feel like if it was like at animal hospitals in like New York City, they would get cats coming in all the time where it was like, you know, they like pushed a screen out and then they fell 30 stories and the cat owner would like find them and be like, bring them in and be like, they fell 30 stories. I can't believe they're alive. Oh my God. Right. They must be injured or whatever. And they would look the cat over and the cat would be like, fine. Spick and span. Whereas they would, sometimes a cat would come in having had a similar thing happen and they would have fallen out of a like two story building and, and they would have fucked. more injuries than the cats who fell like 30 stories. Because because so they were trying to look brain into brain rotation, right? Yeah, something like that. Basically, like yeah, it's they like they need to fall a certain way so that their brain can adjust. Yeah, it was basically like once they are falling, like they they after a certain amount of falling, they reach like a constant speed, and so their brain is able to kind of catch up and go, okay. I know what falling is. Okay, I got this. And then, like, by the time they hit the ground, they're able to kind of do their little cat landing on their feet thing. Whereas, I guess they're just they light get enough. thrown off balance, you know, like when they fall out of the window. Well, they and then they to... don't get, have enough time to adjust. Yeah. Why do they have a superpower? Why do cats get a superpower? Cool, right? right? Yeah. I mean, it's really. Alive neat. nine lives? Is that, that's true, right? 
that they have nine that lives. That they have, yes, exactly. <laughs> I guess so. If you Inside of every cat's brain window. is like a little um, video game thing with like yeah. little lives, little yeah, like men yeah. up in the corner. Um, it starts beeping if they only have like one and a half left. Or yeah. Whatever, and you start it to hear it. Beeping. You're like, uh-oh, somebody's only got one and a half lives. <laughs> and the cat's like, ah! Be careful. Yeah. It's a real existential crisis it's for the really cat awful. at that moment. Yeah, but I thought that was great. Like, they, uh, I think we can all learn from that. Like, yeah. you, you get in a crisis... You're starting to freak out, and then you're like, wait a minute. No, okay, wait, I, I got this. I, I know how to do this. this. Yeah. The yeah, sort of self-soothing to go like, and I mean, for them, it's just totally, you know, like totally lizard brain, like subconscious yeah. stuff, like, the, but the systems of their body, like, figure it out, and they're like, it's okay, I got this. But can I, I mean, this is like, I don't know if anyone has this answer, but it's like, why is that? Is that because, like, a- ca- actual cats would live in trees or something? Like, why? I think so. I mean, like, because they're all basically what are descended cats? from, like big cats you know what i mean like they're they're all kind of the same on every on there are a lot of mountain lion type cats too right there's lots of cats that live in the mountains so they would probably fall long distances or something oh yeah they're always falling off mountains (laughs) 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 they don't know how to stay on the mountain (laughs) well they fall off so often that evolutionarily they eventually became (laughs) possible to just fall off a mountain and be okay with it but that would be also a side (laughs) thing i would say is that they oftentimes particularly our cats will be like particularly like penny like the little one who's like super you know like dignified she wants to project an air of like don't fuck with me i'm super dignified but she's also like the clumsiest which Aww. is really great that makes to sense. see like yeah. it's like really endearing i guess almost like they would try to make like a really beautiful where it's like we cast this woman in this movie and right. she looks like a model she's like super right. unapproachable okay make her like fall down once or twice yeah. so everyone's yeah. like oh okay i like her she, yeah, yeah. she has some heart she she's a real person and like it's like i see through you yeah. you know like you're trying to like present this yeah quality and it's like you're just a klutz i have a quick question you're dope. is penny your favorite cat of the she's three? definitely the most fascinating yeah so we have three we have we have linus doris and penny linus and doris are twins mm-hmm. and linus is like super loving and it was interesting i was i was talking is with linus with, the only boy yeah okay i was talking with uh my girlfriend before i did the podcast and we, we were sort of like you know we were just running some scenarios <laughs> what really throw this i you? was in the gym <laughs> it was like debate prep for cats because yeah. dan and I kelly Describing, yeah. I was describing Linus, and I was like, he's almost like a dog. Mm-hmm. And Haley was like, wow, almost like a dog. It's like almost like you're devaluing the traits of a cat, or you're saying if he has good, if he has like endearing right. traits, they must be dog-like. dog-like. I, I, almost like yeah, with like sometimes women. when dudes will be like, there'll be a girl, and they'll be like, you know, she's really chill. She's like a dude. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, you're giving all like of the dude, traits you're signing his man. Boss. I wish you yeah. had a dick. I'm so straight. Being gay is the worst. <laughs> but like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that is, yeah. Um, she could hang with the guys. And so that I thought that was really interesting where it's like, even me, a cat, it's like, Love it's like her. weird, like ingrown, shamed ingrown cat yeah, shame cat where shame. it's like, uh, even me, a cat lover. Now I'm assigning traits I find of his to be positive as being dog-like. But no, he's very sweet. He's super, um, he's, he's just super pliable. Like he doesn't have the cat standoffishness thing at all. You can just kind of pick around. him up and flop him around. And yeah, he's, he's, he's a big sweetie. And he's also the most troublesome like he'll just get into any cabinet or anything um and then like another one of the cats will like be like the lookout um and then doris is a is a dork she's like super Ah. she like loves because cats are meat eaters like they're not supposed to like 
plant matter. Mm-hmm. It like does nothing for them. But she like loves vegetables and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you like get vegetables and like put them out on the counter, she'll just like rub herself against them. She just like likes them for some reason. Wow. And she's a dork. Like yeah. she's a she's a she's a she's just kind of a really big dork. She used to be a little more. Does um, she eat vegetables as well? She does sometimes. Yeah. yeah, if we're making a salad, she'll run right. up and like steal a piece of lettuce, which yeah. is wow. weird because they're not supposed to like them. Yeah, but our dog, every likes, cat is different. Our dog loves lettuce and and vegetables and stuff like that. Which, even though I know, like, I'm like, it's not really supposed to like. They're not. It's not supposed to like do anything for them. Apparently, you're not supposed to like. Oh, people are tempted to like. I want to feed my cats like a vegetarian, whatever. Yeah. You're apparently you're great. not supposed to. It's not great. But I so I know it's like it has no value for her, but it has the value in the sense of like she loves it. It's yeah, great. she's so still and so, there's yeah. something funny about a cat. Grabbing Grabbing a piece of lettuce and then just going and like on it in the corner of yeah, we love it. We love giving Wallace little pieces of carrots. Whenever he's crunching a carrot, it's the funniest thing. So you're just like that. There's a dog just sort of eating a carrot right now. But I would say if Penny comes up a lot, maybe because she's almost the most fascinating. You know what I mean? Like I feel like life with her is like like a really long Vanity Fair article about celebrity where they're showing like all these different facets of them. Always changing. Many phases. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. a manic yes. pixie dream reinventing girl. herself <laughs> <laughs> precisely a manic pixie dream precisely I have to really commend you guys for but for taking that the stance of not saying that a cat is dog-like because that is a problem it I is. think yeah like too many times people are like oh but this cat's like a dog it's like no yeah. don't tell me that because then just get a dog yeah. right let's talk about what makes this cat a good cat absolutely yeah. well I think it, yeah. it they can of, have similar qualities like we were walking around downtown LA today and, and we were like this is like Gowanus oh this is kind of like Williamsburg how it used to be you know uh-huh. like before there was anything by the water you know and it was just like what are we doing this is just downtown LA yeah just right. leave it alone yeah well it's like how I can't go anytime I've been to like a f- old foreign like particularly European city uh-huh. there's a point where my brain's like this is like Disneyland yeah uh-huh. like, no Disneyland <laughs> yes, is like yes. this like I like, <laughs> you have to like re- like no. Right, right. Retro- punish your own brain. Disneyland yeah. is not the epicenter of the universe. <laughs> or is it? For me, it is. Yes, yeah. yeah I'm one of those. I'm go- I'm one of those I, I just no, came from not. there and it's I'm not. going back. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I live at the Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like you touched on what I think is a good or like an interesting point where like there is no, I, I think like um, I was thinking about it and like I wasn't surprised to hear that both of you guys kind of had like some traumatic y childhoody experiences <laughs> or like I feel like people always like their grandma had a cat yeah, or whatever. That was mean. And I was thinking yeah. about it and it's almost like I don't know, I feel like maybe we didn't grow up in the best time for cat rearing in general. Uh-huh. I don't feel like we had the best science on it. I don't feel like we had the best information. Now you got your your Jackson Galaxies mm-hmm. and there's just more like info out there about like how yeah. we should interact with cats based on like evolutionary science and stuff like that so it almost kind of like I, f- I forget are you guys meat eaters do you guys eat meat we no, are no. actually no oh okay so d- but you did at one point we did yes. yeah, yeah so yeah so like when you were growing up would your parents ever make like pork chops mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I feel like when sure. I was growing up my parents would make my dad would make pork chops and it was just a time in or life where or like in history where it would be like because of how they were raised it was like or maybe coming out of like their parents in the depression or something like if you got pork, you have to cook the shit out of it because <laughs> yeah, otherwise right. it'll have like trichinosis and oh, it'll have definitely. whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, but now, could... like we've we've sort of come to learn about 
about pork, like you yeah. don't have to cook it that much. No. Right, right, like right. you should cook it. You can't eat it raw, but, but like you, can you don't have to like cook tender. the shit out of it. It doesn't have to be tough and disgusting. Exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like I didn't love pork chops, but then now having them as a grown up when we like know how to make them, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we know delicious. more now. I went and so to I feel a like our, oh, sorry, that, go ahead. I went to a restaurant that cooked a pork chop rare and it was a big one. It was like a pink center and I was like a little disturbed, but it was fucking delicious. Yeah. I So I, I that's, I don't know. So cats are pork chops yeah. i guess is what i'm saying where like <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think a lot of us had early traumatic childhood cat experiences with like a weird piss covered cat in the corner of our grandma's house that right. when you go to pet it because it's so cute it's like <sighs> and, yeah. and then you're like fuck cats for the rest of your life yeah. and i get that this and that makes sense to me and i understand that but then it's almost or it's like when you know you're or you're explaining to somebody like oh i do improv and they're like oh i saw improv yeah, and you disgusting. just know that it was they like some shitty sports, yeah. bar show or yeah comedy sports or something like that and you want to be like no there's more there's yeah. more right. out there and i feel like cats are the same way where it's like there uh, there's a cat out there for everyone right. like i'm convinced of it like maybe not somebody who's allergic maybe not whatever but yeah, like like that kitty that i knew the one with the several fingers exactly i can't remember what those are called there's some word for cats with that many fingers oh. i've looked it up before freaks yeah that's what i call them <laughs> all right man i hate them still calm down um wait dc do you have more things in your oh list? yeah well I, I i mean i think we we ended up sort of touching on a lot of them oh, okay, just kind awesome. of in the flow but i i would say one or one or two more things quickly this was really neat um Cats are uh, – there's a book out called All Cats Have Asperger's. And I had heard of this and I thought that that's silly or weird because like – but it, it sort of um, – uh, I was reading more about like evolutionary cat psychology or whatever. And it was basically explaining like cats never had any need to develop social skills right. because they're mostly solitary hunters. So they have, it was explaining like really bad conflict resolution. Like mm-hmm. they kind of just like get into a conflict or they get overwhelmed and then they just want to go like sit in a box or under the couch for a little while. Cause they're like, I need some alone time. So there's some <laughs> self care there. And I, I find that, that makes... to be admirable. Oh yeah. But, but um, yeah, Exactly. But but I was so I was like, oh, I'd heard of this All Cats Have Asperger's book. And I went back and looked uh, or read more about it for the show. And it was it's basically this children's book that helps kids who have been diagnosed with Asperger's and explains to them like, look, like this animal maybe that you have in your house or that somebody you know has that are really cool and cute and fun. And they're they're hunters and they're self-sufficient and they're whatever that is they have a lot of the same aspects that you have. And so it almost helps them. And then helps their family members or friends or whatever, or helps them be able to articulate like more about themselves and learn more about this thing that they have that makes them different. And it's almost like using the cats as like a metaphor for like, right. here's how you can understand yourself better. And also how you you or your family can communicate better like this, about you know, Asperger's. this, this, yeah, this way that you're different. And I thought that was really great that, that like, great. it's sort of like cats without even realizing it are helping kids who might feel like different or alone or be prone to feeling like alienated like right. no you're cool you're like a fucking cat and they're right. awesome yeah. and they are survivors and they fall really far and they whatever and and i don't know it's like their, it's neat i like that in their blood exactly and then there's genes. apparently one i didn't look up it look into as much but of the same series called all dogs have add which I'm assuming probably serves the same purpose of like for kids yeah. with ADD. It's like, but look at this dog. Dog's yeah. cool. Dogs You're cool. are awesome. Yeah, people so, like dogs. Like, exactly. Yeah, so, Dan and I, I are both, we were both reading this book called Animals in Translation by uh, Temple Grandin, who's Ooh, autistic. Sure. And she basically, Dan and I are trying to understand our dog better because he has several mental problems just because 
he's a rescue and he lived probably on the street for a while and we just wanted to understand what his instincts are about and it's all about how her temple grandin's understanding of horses dogs other animals is that they all basically think like autistic people and she found she she understands and communicates with animals better than anyone because she is autistic. And oh, so wow. she speaks their language. That's you know? really cool. And so she's found out all this stuff about behavior of livestock and horses. And she's, it's, she's, I mean, it's been a revolution in uh, how to treat animals. It's crazy. One really interesting thing related to cats today, because we were listening to it on tape in the car, which was that she was saying something about how you have more of a chance like, um, uh, a cattle rancher, you have more of a chance of being killed by a bull than you would owning a large cat like a tiger or something. Really? Because what you were saying that cats don't have social hierarchies and that is so complicated when when it comes to like your actions and how you treat horses and bulls and dogs and stuff that if you mess with that, they'll kill you to try to become the alpha or even pigs too. Like they'll bite and that pigs stuff. Whereas cats, problems. unless you obviously if you set off their like instinct to like eat you or something or predator. Unless you provoke them, they yeah. will not attack. But, but a cat is solid so you don't have to worry about that right yeah but yeah, that's, oh, that's a, really but a bull big. like yeah you could set that thing off of like i need right. to take you down or yeah it's a big it, difference be, the, because dogs have hierarchy so there's you know issues with becoming the alpha right. uh you know if a dog becomes the alpha in your house it, you're fucked like it's really it's not <laughs> right. a good scene right um but then also that whole structure of dog families and packs is why dogs get along with people so well. Like, right. just like yeah, very this, social. It's very extremely social. That makes extremely sense. Social. Yeah, and then it's almost like that's why cats can sometimes, not all the time, but be very like kind of plug and play exactly. with people yeah. who are like, yeah. I want a pet, but I'm a little busy or whatever. I have yeah. I have X amount of time to have a pet. That's why cats can be great, is because right. they're a little more just like, they're hey, what's up? I'm a ba- cat. Right. And that's not to say you don't have to do In anything. You got to play with them. You got to pay attention to them. You got to feed them. You got to love them. But like there is they're a little more um you know uh like we were saying like just sort of like hey what's up man cool yes, you do yeah, your yeah, thing yeah, i'm doing yeah. my thing to, to a little a like uh doff of the cap yes. but, yeah. <laughs> hello cheers. there cat. Cheers. yes cheers um, i'll see you later and man. then it also makes it and this again sounds more like this is maybe feeding too much into like cat people dog people cliches where they're like you have to earn a cat's love you yeah, have to yeah, yeah. i don't like that i don't like you know because like yeah with our cats it's a spectrum like linus you don't have to earn his love he's just like <laughs> what is, what's up i'm hey, on you i love you and like so it is very much a very much a spectrum but there is something to that where it's like cats aren't they they will come up to you and be like hey okay cool they have boundaries i guess is what i'm trying to say like they'll come up to you and be like all right i need affection now i need attention now and then like okay i don't anymore which is something that i definitely like i find very admirable or whatever yeah so i would guess i would say maybe in summation um and this was going back to something else i i read recently um as far as liking cats not liking cats i think we may have no choice but to like cats or or because kill us? there's a well there's <laughs> well. a there's a book that just came out and I haven't read the whole thing but I read a, a review of it and it's called Cat Wars. Okay. And the I guess the, the what it's a nonfiction book and it is talking about this conflict currently between what if it uh, was fiction? Between that <laughs> would be really cool. Would story. be uh, <laughs> I know like this is real. So there are <laughs> cat people and they live <laughs> underground. No, but there are basically so there's environmentalists basically on one side and then there's sort of animal rights people on another side and that's probably oversimplifying. But uh, there are environmentalists who uh, and scientists who are basically trying to 
tell people or communicate to people that they feel that uh, house cats, like the common house cat, is like a greater environmental threat to the world at large than like fucking plastic bags, like all these other things that are like environmental boogeymen because cats breed a ton. Like, uh, you know, like just cats out there in the wild, like feral cats have, which is why it was so funny that your, uh, your grandma and mom were like, or, you know, the, the ladies that you knew were trying to like help facilitate them Mm -hmm. having sex. There's no facilitation needed. If they're not, if they're not spayed or neutered, they have so, so many babies. Right. And they're so self-sufficient that they're just out there. They're in the world and they kill birds and they kill bees and they kill everything that like helps the planet grow. Like if unchecked feral cats, they're basically saying like, will destroy (laughs) nature and that we're, we're sort of helping to facilitate that by sort of like, you know, sometimes people get a cat and then they, which is horrible, but like, then they don't want it anymore and they just put it back in the wild because they're like it'll take care of their cell itself and it's like you're 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 technically you're correct but a that's cruel and horrible don't do that but also like they'll just go and live in an abandoned lot and have seven thousand kittens right, right. and so then on the other side you have people basically that are like that's horrible you're encouraging cats to be like house or you know like feral cats to be like rounded up and euthanized and they want to you know instead of that which i would be on this side like you you, you you're supposed to like capture feral cats and then like spay or neuter them and release them back to the wife. It's like colony control or or something like that. And so I just envision there, I think there's a very real possibility that we will just, you know, in 50, 100 years be in this like global warming world where it's like super hot, which cats will love because they're from the desert. They have a very low body temperature. They really want to be like warm all the time, which is why they play in sunspots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they will just be, they will have overrun the planet. There will be nothing but cats. And that'll be fine for them because they know how to find food. They know how to survive. And so oh we have God. to just submit to our cat overlords. Oh wow. Because there's a very cat real possibility wars. of living cats on a, and on a hot cat filled planet oh my so, god you know i'm gonna thwheeze to death yeah <laughs> i will so die i wanted to asthma. end our, our cute and cuddly show on yeah. some apocalyptic <laughs> cat imagery on don't fur. forget these guys own you <laughs> holy shit so well, start well, scoring like your cat points now what oh I my thought, god i thought you were gonna say something about how they carry diseases because i had heard some other radio lab about cats and oh, parasites and how like parasites can control cats you know control oh, their brains yikes and stuff. yeah I'm sure so that's true. Parasites that. can control lots, um, of, lots of brains. But Zombie yeah. ants. I mean, that's have you ever the, seen those guys? It's the same thing with yeah. It's the same thing with cats. Can zombify ca- uh, cats? But uh, what was I going to say? Shit, I'm lo- I lost it. Uh, oh, this is in the, the same thing oh. with uh, with dogs. I mean, except with dogs, they aren't self sufficient. So there's just dogs like in the streets dying. But all they the can time. be. When, they can if dogs, be. If dogs, they like be, enough feral dogs good. can form a pack and that's not good either because they, <laughs> that's bad. They'll, it, they could, yeah, that's, they'll start to like corner people. If they get non, they were talking in this dog documentary about dingoes in uh, uh, Australia where they, if they get too reliant on civilization they will become mean because they're like give me the food mm. right, now right, right. whereas before they dingo were like entitlement Fuck is you. a huge like, problem <laughs> toxic dingo yeah. yeah dingolinity yeah i guess Don't like a dingo i feel like if i could put a non-apocalyptic spin on it it would be like you can do something to present Please the super hot cat world neuter and spay your cat 
I feel like it's an argument for more indoor cats as opposed to indoor outdoor or outdoor, but that's my personal prejudice. Please don't yell at me on Twitter. it's, It's all different for everybody. But I would also say more than anything, just like... You know, adopt a cat or two, I feel like. If you're thinking about it, if you're on the Walk bubble, your I would say do it. On a leash, our friend walks her cat, and it's great. Wait, is that, that terrifies me yeah. because I feel like so many people, and I feel like it's only getting, I don't want to say worse, in Oops. case any dog people out there want to yell at me. But, like, the off-leash dog walking in L.A., yeah. everyone thinks they're Caesar Milan. Everyone thinks they're a cool, <laughs> yeah. like, no. like, every, like I, I see I so not. much off-leash dog walking. Really? Or, like, oh, yeah, where I'll be, or, like, you'll just, like, be walking, and then a dog will, like, come and run up to the corner. And you'll be like, oh, gosh, a stray dog. So you go up, like, hey, buddy. You want to, like, make sure the yeah, dog's he's okay. Not die. He's not a runaway, whatever. And then somebody down the street, some dude, basically, that looks like me with, like, yeah. a man bone, to be like, oh, hey, hey. It's my dog. And you're like and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, dude, that you were out like trying your to act like you were Jack London communing with the <laughs> no your tag. wild." Yeah, exactly. So It has like a rope around its neck. So my fear with the um with the 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 cat leash thing with gotcha. our cats is, is like there's going to be some yeah, exactly. Yeah, some some there's crazy There's a lot of places you can dog. take dogs to that you don't need a leash. So you don't yeah. do that on the sidewalk because that's we, my feeling. Yeah, but again, well, I, my, I had a dog get run over in front of me that was my dog. So I'm like, Ugh. never, ever, ever, yeah. ever dog off the leash, no matter how. Kelly's good he dad is, ran never. over the dog to teach her a lesson. Not not true. My dad buried my dog for me because I was in too much pain. Anyway, yeah, that's a totally so, reasonable. That's yeah. a totally reasonable thing for a parent to do. Yeah, I don't think nice. parents should be like, "Hey, bury your pet." Yeah, yeah no, are you going to exactly. bury this damn pet already? It's almost dinner time. Um, I have one it's more question. Me sick. Oh, one more question. You were going to say something about cats in boxes. Oh yeah, they yeah. um. So so there's a bunch of different angles on this, but I think they all basically boil down to the the, the same one or two things, which is like. They really like to be warm because mm-hmm. they're from the desert. So they like to get inside an enclosed thing and then just be like, ah, my body heat. This is mm-hmm. so great. They really, they're hunters. So they like the protectedness. Like you can't get me from any side when I'm in this box and I can chill mm. in this box. And you'll watch this with your cat. Like if you sort like we've definitely had it that they will like be chilling in a box on the floor. You'll walk by and then they'll kind of like bop your foot or something. <laughs> like they really like to like chill in surprise. there and, and an element of surprise. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they just like to I, – I, I think there's also something to do with, like, I don't know, like, some desert cats were, like, in caves or in uh-huh. whatever. Like, uh, there's, or there in, may like, be a burrows, some, it Yeah, seems, exactly. Right? There may be is, – there is, is some element of that as well. But it all kind of seems like it goes back to their evolutionary, like, psychology, which mm-hmm. is really cool. And then it's also just really funny because they love it <clears throat> so much. Yeah, so I've seen so plenty of cats. So as soon as you take videos. your, I don't know, your blue apron or whatever yeah. thing, whatever box you get, because everything's boxes <laughs> yeah. now – you like move it out and then you just you're like and you turn around and your cat's just like chilling Already and it's in there. the best i'm thrilled there yeah. are so many boxes now yeah boxes so are having a real heyday right now. yeah it's like alternately like every, it's like oh gosh you guys the environment we can't be yeah. doing this we gotta but it's stop. like i just got signed up for amazon right now and it's it comes right now <laughs> so i just never thought like what you know how the future would be different that one of the things is that there'd be like a ton more boxes more mail <laughs> yes yeah Who of thought? all of the things who would have thought I, yeah, it's so crazy that I mean I'm guilty of it. I'm I'm getting boxes all the time. Oh. Just do your cats? Oh, I love it. Do your cats like burrow beds? 
I was looking for burrow beds for Wallace because he loves to be warm for mm. some reason. And there's a ton of cat ones that look awesome where it's kind of like a tube that they crawl into with a bed inside. Oh, no, we don't have one of those. We have a really big cat tree that we got gotcha. relatively recently because we moved into a, a new apartment. Yeah, exactly. And, and we were stuff. like, oh, they liked this one aspect of our old house. It's not really here anymore. So let's try get to get them like something to do. And so they have tree. this just insane cat tree that they love. And it's like it's got multiple levels and they can there's like a little house for them cool. it's all scratching posts and stuff so they they enjoy you want that one for yourself kelly I want that... one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want but i gotta look into this burrow bed situation yeah you should yeah look we're excited about that for our dog yeah we just ordered a new one i ordered a new one uh yeah i saw <laughs> i, I want to talk to you about that about the finances of the and, family and then i have i have a couple quick cat plugs if we want well, to do them it. which yeah. is one is the the place that we got our cats if you're in la there's a really great organization called santador which okay. is like a rescue place. It's in like Glendale, Atwater area. Look it up. Good Santa de Or. It's like S-A-N-T. It's like Santa with an E, D apostrophe O-R. Really, really great organization. That is not what I thought it was when you did Okay, good. I'm glad I spelled it yes. out. And they're, they're really, really cool. And they have like a fun Instagram too, where if you're thinking about getting a cat, you can just like troll their Stare Instagram and just, yeah. they are always posting pictures and, and you can like Is your Instagram mostly cats? Like I don't, I'm not on Instagram actually, oh, not? but I'm just aware of that they you. have one. Yeah. Cool. I think they cross post to Twitter, so I'll check that out and then i would say if you are a cat person this is totally just like for um, funsies. silly for funsies but there was this really amazing weird crazy movie called roar mm-hmm. that tippy hedron from the birds alfred hitchcock's the birds and her then husband made in the 70s where they basically like went on safari and they saw like in africa and they saw some big cats and her husband was like wouldn't it be cool to like make a movie with like real big cats because they're so amazing and they both like she i I read a she wrote then a memoir about it long after they were like divorced where but she basically is like we just got caught up in the romance of it and so they started a whole nature preserve here in la in the valley where they gathered like all of their they started collecting big cats and like zoos would be like we can't take care of this cat anymore so they would take it in and it's a really amazing story but the movie that they made was just re-released by which they ended up making over a course of years and like the dp the first day they were making it his head or his like scalp got like ripped off by a lion or a tiger or whatever it's completely insane uh and the movie is one of the most staggering things you've ever seen because there were just in every scene there will be like 70 lions oh or tigers God. just running around and the actors are trying to do Someone's their lines the it's it. so so it's 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 even if you're not a cat person it's really a fun movie to watch because it's <laughs> oh so insane Jesus. it's called roar and it's available on like itunes and stuff oh i think and is it and, a uh, horror film no it's like a oh. it's like a family movie wow. about like this family I've of like of, it, of like nature you know like um a biologist and his family in africa but they actually shot it like in the valley wow and um and it's all about like there it's it has a very loose plot yeah, i think be, like, because they had to simple, shoot right? it over the course yeah. of like three years the actors are because their arms all kept getting like it's about off. a guy trying to get five dollars or yes. something that'd be very simple <laughs> <laughs> um that's a little complicated for it, this <laughs> yes, yeah. but it's uh it's a really fun Just movie for, for cat people because you're like oh shit those are basically if our cats were there were 70 of them and they were bigger than us yeah, yeah. uh so that's fun yeah. um well dc can you tell people where to look for you yeah. 
yes. Who are you? you? Twitter.com slash DC Pearson, D-C-P-I-E-R-S-O-N. I've written, I'm a, a novelist. I've written a couple books, The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had To, and Crap Kingdom, available wherever fine books are sold. Also, mm-hmm. they're available on Audible. If you're an Audible subscriber, if you and get the Audible box. And not just yeah. fine books, crappy books. You oh, can, where, You can yeah. go to where crappy books oh, are go, sold. And, and, and books. say hi to the bookstore cat <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and then get my books. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically where to find me. Cool. Okay, okay awesome. Well, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Let me just say something. I didn't buy a goddamn word he said. Yeah. He was lying out of his ass. And he had cat breath. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> sure. Cat. He was a cat. He was a cat. It was two cats standing on yeah, top of I each said, other in an overcoat. I never realized you are a cat. And he was like, I love cheese. Rawr. Wait, is that true for no, cats? No, that's my, mice. mice. I love mice. Shoot. I like little bugs. Uh, that was adorable. Yes, it was. I'm, I think I'm in love with his cat, too. Yeah. At one point, it seemed like DC was definitely in love with his cat, right? Penny. Which is, well, he, he likes his cats, which is good. That's right. a good sign. It's a good <laughs> sign. But she, she's just especially uh, intriguing. Penny seems incredible. Well, what we have to do is go home and watch the Aristocats and decide if we like cats or not. <laughs> I was thinking that during the interview, what if our only reference was like Garfield? Uh-huh. And we're like, well, now what happens when your cat gets all, you know, sarcastic? On yeah, you? what about on Mondays? How, how do you keep them uh, yeah. out of the dumps? Now, you're making lasagna. It's for you. Right. And your cat start eat, starts eating it with his hands. What, you got to put it up high or what? How come the cat's so mean to the dog? <laughs> uh, you know what's a funny song from Aristocats? Everybody, everybody, everybody wants to be a cat. But that is not true. I think there's a song in Aristocats. No, no, I like meant that? that that's like the song takes a leap in logic that everybody oh, would want to. Oh, that it's to. not I'm not saying you're lying. Yeah, you're right. Saying, I don't, I don't understand what was going on with that. That is like a weird era of do you also Disney, re- I think. You remember Fievel? There are no cats in America and the streets are covered with cheese. No. It's a mice movie. So that, that this was at a time when Disney was just lying about things <laughs> yeah, in their lying. songs. You know what people like lies in the everywhere. movies? Lies. You know what? Which is let's, true, I let's guess. Let's make the whole immigrant story a lot sadder with lies. Is that what Fievel is? He's an immigrant? I believe so. Yeah, he's an immigrant to America, and they're excited. That is why he talks like this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he works no, in I the garment district. I think his parents district. do have like Italian accents, but he it talks like a little American boy already, of course, for no reason. Well, white people won't like him if he does it. If he has an Italian accent. Sure. Dirty little Italian. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was an interesting film. Cats. Cats, folks. So, oh, we didn't even touch on the musical. We hate the musical. <laughs> I love the songs, but well, the musical with the sexy cats, oof. Yeah, that's that, but that, the, I don't want to bring that, that into his argument. Exactly. Right. Because I find the costumes and the idea of it so disturbing and bizarre <laughs> that it's unfair to cats themselves. It's the, very the, the true. Show. Cats the show is bullshit had nothing to do with Written cats by themselves. like a cat lover on LSD or something. Well, that... the T.S. Eliot poems about cats I think were pretty entertaining. It's just the costumes and the fucking faces The tights and, the, and just that it was so popular. And, and I, being from New Jersey, was so close to it and was like, what is happening? What about when they go into the audience, Dan? What did you think of that? Well, I would go every night to get to see that part. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about DC and let's talk about real cats. I'm into it. I, I love the idea 
I mean, obviously. Fuck you, like, Kelly. You like, didn't. You weren't convinced by all that. I was. I. Well, what, thing, what's a guy? What's a guy got to do? The thing that didn't. How come he's me? eating all the lasagna on the counter? <laughs> so does he? Hear, do you hear him or does, what? Why does he want John to commit suicide? <laughs> um, it seems I don't know if I can get on board. Not only because I obviously could never live with a cat, um, because of my health issues, but also that fucking cat wars story he told really freaked me out about they could take over the world well couldn't like every all animal? of our resources i guess so all of our ladybug resources you don't want you're like worried that they're gonna eat all the ladybugs so you can't eat them yeah exactly i Lady- love to eat some ladybugs and crickets and all those things that scared me you know um, my ha- my brain. I mean, I have to say, I'm I was very charmed and excited to hear about all the cat stuff, and living with a cat would be really interesting. I don't know if I can get on board though. I'm too scared. Interesting. My my head is all scrambled with fear. Maybe we're doing this part of the podcast too soon after the interview. Maybe so. I haven't had time to digest. Well, the then cats. say you're sorry to DC. I'm sorry, DC. Well, DC, I love you. I'll tell you why. I thought you made a great point about cats. I love the stuff about not making cats into dogs. That happens too often. That's very true. And I, a different animal. I am. I'm a dog man through and through. I only own big dog t-shirts um, and <laughs> long cargo shorts. But I, I love dogs. I love playing with dogs. And I don't think I ever got to really think about cats as their own animals right. and respecting them in their own ways and thinking about them as like – functional working cats i love that idea of that they're working that they are doing their thing too and we can have a mutual relationship and respect for each other i'm very curious about penny's thing with the mice how she treats them like her babies that's so interesting because they're an interesting animal so I'm, i'm gonna do my best to not be so judgmental against cats as i have been in the past Try to respect them, not try to treat them like a dog as they're not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, give a little tip of the cap and uh, invite them over for a Christmas dinner with my family. If- okay. Well, you can do that outside because I'm allergic. Oops, I'm in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> oof, oof, oof. Um, anyway. Those are the sounds I like animals well, making. I, yeah, I feel bad because I do – I agree with everything you just said. But, yeah, I just can't get on board. Well, what do you guys think? I ad- I think I admire cats. I admire cats. What do you guys think? Uh, if you want us to come and slime your teachers, write to Nickelodeon Studios, P.O. Box 5407, Universal Orlando, S- Orlando Studios, Florida. Florida. Uh, thanks for listening, Orlando guys. Orlando Studios. <laughs> Florida. Uh, thanks for listening. Let's uh, leave them with a little uh, Game of Thrones meowing. I didn't know we were going to do that. This is a podcast. That was a headgum podcast.